0: This is called She Left Me For Real This Time. She only went to get milk. Hello, welcome to Preview Review and Bath Overflows, in which we examine the latest film trailers as well as having a lovely fireside chat with a roving reporter, Marsha MacDonald, about her recent outing to the West Country. Who are? Are you troubled by spots, blemishes and flaky skin? Well, download the Dookie Radio Show every Monday and your skin will be looking clear, radiant and luscious in no time. The Dookie Radio Show, your key to beautiful skin.
1: Oh, hello, darling. Has
0: anybody told you that you've got beautiful skin? Yes, all the time. Yeah,
1: I've been to Bath. You've been to Bath, ba- not like in a bath, but in the place that's called Bath.
0: Yes, the hot tourist attraction. Yeah, and it's, and
1: it's ca- you know it's spa it's,
0: town in Somerset.
1: It's so obvious because it's called I guess it's called Bath because the Romans had their baths there. Is that right? It was okay.
0: indeed named after the Roman baths.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a good looking place. You know, have you been there? Many times. I've- okay, yeah. So you know that it's... A, you know, I think it's probably what a lot of people think of when they think of England. You know, when you think of England, you don't... You know, you might think of like, I don't know, like Big Ben or, you know, Tower, Tower the Tower, right? Yes. But mostly you also think about like places that look like Bath, where it's all kind of pretty and kind of Victorian and everything's beautiful but it's surrounded by rolling, lush fields of green.
0: It is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It is a British tourist board jewel in the crown.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, it's
0: it's pretty. I have fond memories of Bath. There's a venue there called Moles, which I've had the opportunity to play a number of times, and I've also been an audience member there. I saw one of the first performances of... Jimmy Carr when he was on tour long before his television days. Yeah,
1: right, yeah. I remember
0: one of his jokes from that night.
1: Yeah, is it something to do with misogyny like no. most of his jokes? Yeah, okay. I don't have good thoughts about him, but you, yeah. Would
0: you like to hear the joke? Yeah, go on. A lot of people talk about how I'm quite posh. But the fact of the matter is, where I grew up, there was only one way out... I lived in a cul-de-sac.
1: You know, if people are listening and they don't know him, it's probably because they're not in England, because, you know, he's pretty famous here, but, you know, i kind of not keen. Should we move on?
0: Right. You seem to be a little bit frantic. You're being absolutely polite. You're being perfectly lovely. But something tells me that your trip to Bath maybe did not go according to plan
1: well no not that but you know how i have you know i talk about coffee because you know i don't want to support the corporate the big corporate so you know we've had a running thing where i've been kind of reporting back on on going to the independent coffee places and trying to kind of big them up you know and try to find some independent coffee places that you know don't suck right so this time, you know, I usually stay when I'm away working in, in like the chain hotels, you know, like the, the travel in, you know, there are other budget hotels, but or, the you know, if you're not from this country, you might know like the Holiday Inn Express, you know, but you know, I usually stay in those. But for some reason this time, I decided to stay in an independent, right? And what do you Brits say? It wound me up.
0: You were wound up?
1: Yeah, it wound me up. So, Firstly, as soon as I get off the train and I remember that I'm staying independent, I start to die a little inside. Because I know that the check-in process is going to take me longer than the requisite 48
0: seconds. Oh, is this because the people running the place want to bond with you yeah. and to give you some of the local flavor?
1: Yeah, can I just say that I know a lot of this is down to me. So people can listen to this and go, well, if Marcia wasn't such a, a bee, you know, she wouldn't have this problem. But... So, you know, I, I, I'm aware, but you know, so when I'm going to stay in independence or I, I don't want to be your friend, right? I don't, I don't need to get to know you. I don't need, I don't need to, you know, you know, it's like, you know, if I go out, you know, if I check in and then into my hotel and then I I go out for dinner or something, I don't need to have a conversation about, you know, where I'm going, you know, you're not my mom. Yeah. Right. Mm. I don't So anyway, so I start to die a little inside, remembering that you know, in the big chains, it takes like forty-eight seconds to check in. In the independence, it's going to take a lot longer, right? And it does. So I got. So first of all, the place is beautiful. It's what you you people call a, a grade one listed. Right. You, what does that mean? I a know this
0: building of historical significance, yeah. not necessarily related to age, but where it has been deemed that the building itself needs to be preserved in the condition that it currently is in, or to a specific era.
1: Yeah, so like Buck's Palace, I presume, is like grade one listed.
0: Absolutely, yes. It means
1: you can't just bang a hole in the wall and put up a picture. Indeed, it it
0: usually is synonymous with the fact that it's a building of some significance. It could be a modern building which um, holds significance in terms of architecture, or it could be an ancient building which... For obvious reasons, people want to retain original features. Yeah, and, and the people the overseeing this thing. Of. You know,
1: they they don't want you to pull a nail out of the wall and then get out your spackle. You know, mm. that's not what they you know, they don't want you scotch taping your A C D posters on the wall. solo
0: taping right? motorhead posters isn't. Uh, uh, okay. You translating this for br- <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. Sorry, okay.
1: So anyway, so this is uh, starting to die a little inside. But the the place is you know, exquisitely beautiful. So I walk in and they You know they've done it up really nicely. You know everything's nice. The furniture's nice. They actually have paintings on the walls that aren't you know hideous like they usually are in hotels. And you know everything's very aesthetically pleasing to use your. Except that somebody's got this big Bart Simpson like this massive coffee mug that they've put on one of the shelves. Right. So that you know does that just jar? And then they've got all their crap around, you know, like paper clips and and stuff like, you know, this isn't why I'm whinging. But I'm just saying, you know, people, if you're running a business, you know, some people would consider there. that to be
0: fun. To you, it's unnecessary clutter.
1: Well, it's like walking into like, you know, like the, the queen's bedroom. Right. And she's got like a big rubber Gumby there. You know, yeah, hmm. it's, you remember Gumby? You know Gumby from Saturday Night Live? Yes. Like Gumby and Pokey.
0: Eddie Murphy. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm Gumby, goddammit.
1: Well, yeah, but they also had the rubber one. Anyway, so, you know, it's like having some cheap piece of tat, as you people say, in, in a place of exquisite beauty, right? It's like having, I don't know, some big stuffed teddy bear that you want at the amusement park in the middle of the queen's living room i hear you yeah so it's like so first of all i'm like you know you know sort out your details people it's just a little anyway so the the guy should we give him a name
0: He's you the were there. Guy. You were there. I'm. I'm with you. What did he look like? I'm happy to give him the he's name. He's this
1: big, tall guy who isn't Italian, but he's got like the Guido type thing. You know, the fake tan and the and the lot of product in the hair. That's all slicked back in a ponytail. Let's call him Bob.
0: That's an incredibly. <laughs> accurate I- italian name that, that's that's really well chosen there <laughs> so, so bob
1: let's say bob <laughs> is italian short name. for giuseppe right
0: roberto.
1: yeah short for roberto right? right but he's not italian anyway it doesn't matter where he's from and he starts making this big thing about where where are you from right so i assume he's being folksy Right. Mm. Like, you know, these these people who run independent hotels, they want to be your pal. So he's being a little folksy. Right. So I said, I'm from well, I'm from the States. But I and he, he's like, well, you know, then I'm going to need your passport. And I was like, oh, he's not being folksy. He's being bureaucratic. Right. So I said, well, oh, OK, well, I don't I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I actually live in London. I came here from London today. Right. And he goes, oh, so he starts to make this big thing about what i'm gonna ride on the for what am i why do they need that why do they need my nationality
0: because if you were to do a runner after making loads of phone calls and knowing you ordering exotic films yeah that they could track you down to your native ohio and get their money back
1: okay they'll so- spend
0: 200 pounds trying to chase up Twenty
1: nine ninety nine for okay right. Girls well, okay. gone wild. Well, the chains never need that, but anyway. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So there's a big thing about that. So then, then he, he gets the the key. That's not like an old fashioned key, but it's one of the cards. It looks like a credit card that you know nowadays. That's what we use, right? And in, mm. in most hotels, use a card, a key card. So he grabs that in my suitcase, and I'm like, well. I can get the case. You know, I've managed to make it. How many hundreds of miles is it between London and Bath? A fair number. What, like 150 or something? Sounds
0: about right, yeah. I've
1: managed to make it 200 miles with my suitcase. I think I can manage another 12 steps, right? (laughs) So I don't need... He was being folksy. Bob was being folksy. Yeah, but you know why it makes me angry? Not just because I'm kind of a bee, but because...
0: uh, Do you get the tip-in thing? If you don't need the help and then they're giving it to you, it's a weird one.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I get the tipping. You know, I'm American. I know I had a tip. You know, I know. But it's it's only in that situation. It's only when somebody's showing me to my room. Because, yeah, I think, well, I could do it myself. I don't need you. I don't need... And I don't... And then because you don't have enough time to get any money, Right. So all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh, I wasn't expecting this, and all I have in my wallet is is five either five pounds or some pennies, right? So what do you do? What do you do, Duke? You tell me.
0: My word. All
1: I've got is five pound note or, or pennies, like you know shrapnel, right? What do you do in that situation? And I wasn't expecting this because it, it just hadn't occurred to me because I'm so used to I never have this. I wonder. I don't whether or stay not- in nice places
0: usually. But this sounds like a nice place. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, it is a nice place. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it was beautiful.
0: You really should fortify that. You're used to staying in nice chain establishments. Budget
1: places who could give a crap about how you're going to get your
0: fucking shit to your room. You want anonymity.
1: I want, thank you. I will pay more for anonymity. Just leave me alone.
0: I wonder whether or not you should have somewhere between the lobby... Yeah. And the first step that you had to take to get to your room. Yeah. If you should have said, listen, I'm okay with this, plus. I can manage these bags on my own bag. How much do you just pack? Yeah, yeah. I'm only away for a night. I can get, you know, I can get there on my own, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, I
1: did say to him, I said, I'm good with that. And he said, no, 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 i got to show you how to use the key card. Right. So then he kind of left me like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. Is there something special with the key card that I've never heard of? He was he was holding it like it
0: was kryptonite. I, I wonder whether or not you should have just said... Listen, I'm sure, I, I'm sure I can figure it myself, figure it out myself. Yeah,
1: pro- you know, I should have, but, you know, you don't have and enough also, time. I don't
0: have money for a tip, and...
1: Uh, Especially since he didn't shut up. He didn't shut up, you know, he just had this verbal dysentery, though. So, anyway, so, you know, and he's what, you know, I'm not... People are going to listen to this and go, oh, my God, she's so... Or, you know, I don't... You know, he's a nice guy and the best of luck to him. I'm just, you know, it's just my own... I don't know what to tip you. And now I feel like crap. I feel like a crap human being. So you're trying to be nice, but you're actually making me feel like crap. Anyway, so he, he takes me to the front door and shows me to press the the key card on the pad as though... I've never seen one of these things before in my life.
0: I wonder whether or not he's originally from a part of the world where that type of setup is new. Yeah, and yeah. No, very I'm sure. Yeah, about yeah. It Don't you start making me to feel to more it like it crap. Off. Yeah. So. Uh, the guy was being a dick.
1: No, he was he was just like <laughs> he was practically bowing. I swear to God. By this point, he's so far up my ass that I think he's just going to become a normal part of my rectum at this point. It's like, I don't want you to be this obsequious with me. I don't need you. I don't just, you know, polite is good enough for me. I don't need you to climb up my butthole, right? So then we're in the elevator and he's telling me about breakfast. And he's telling me about all the... Uh, now, I never eat breakfast, so I don't care. So he's going, you know, you can order this or you can order that. But if you want some more of this, then you come and talk to me because I'm your breakfast guy, right? I'm the toast guy. I'm the guy who can get you extra toast, right? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, he's obviously like really found his niche here. He's the guy you go to if you want more toast,
0: right? I think this chap fancies you.
1: No, I don't think so. Because I, I went down later and he, he was do, He was giving the same treatment to some lady.
0: Well, he failed with you. And I did, m- I did you
1: could- eyeball her because I got to see whether she tipped him and she didn't either. Right. So, you know, poor guy. He's obviously looking. Anyway, so he shows me how to open my door with this key. Right. So then. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Good. And then we have this horrible exchange, like, you know, he's showing me how to work the light switch, because I've never seen a light switch before in my life, right?
0: Do they even have them in Do I look
1: like I've just walked out of 10,000 BC, not the television show that's on here at the moment, but the actual year? No, I don't think I do. Anyway, so, and then, oh, Dookie. Dookie listeners, we have this horrible thing. Where.
0: You had a horrible thing.
1: My hand in reaching out to. Close the door behind him coincides with his hand kind of stretching out, so he thought that I was going to tip him. No, and it was one of those. Ho- oh man, no. So then I end up. That's like my whole stay. I start out feeling like, oh my god, I feel like shit. Should I go 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 give him a fight? Should I go downstairs later and say I'm really sorry I didn't tip you? Did I? And then uh, you know, because I feel like crap. Then I start getting angry with him, right? Which isn't fair because he's a nice guy, right? But
0: then Bob.
1: Yeah. So then, so I go out, you know, I manage the key and to turn off the light. And I come back, right? And I think I got my coffee with me because I like to sit, right? And have a coffee and plan the next day's work, right? So this is what I'm doing. And I notice, but I like to have the TV on in the background, right? And I notice there's no remote control. Oh, dear. Okay. So what would you do if you just kind of scan the room and you don't see the remote control anywhere?
0: I'd have a jolly good look around that whole room. I would pick up yeah. pillows. Yeah. I would Yeah, you would. I'd investigate every nook well, yeah. and possibly every other cranny yeah. to ensure that um you know, it's not lurking about yeah, somewhere. So, so
1: this room, you know, it's a lo- you know, it's a great room. It's really nice, really nice room. And it's dinky. You know, it's really dinky. It's tiny. And so, how many places are there to look? A bedside drawer, the top of the desk, and under the bed. Yeah. Okay. So it's not there, right? So yeah, I go down to reception. And I say, is it possible to get a remote control? And he said, well, you there should be one. This, this is Bob again. There should be one in there. And I said, well, there's That's a
0: very good Italian accent you're doing.
1: <laughs> well he wasn't Italian, but you know, I don't I don't wanna
0: so you don't make me do accents. You're, you're quite happy then I'll for just, the Italians you know, to come in for your rage. Yeah,
1: he yeah. All sorry right.
0: sorry to disturb your thoughts. I'm so continue.
1: He says there should be one in there and I say, Well there's not. And meanwhile my coffee's up there. You come between me and my coffee, right? And you're taking your life in your hands. Right. Do you hear me, Dookie?
0: Costa forever. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I got a big hot coffee up there and I'm looking forward to it while I'm watching, you know, God help me. I was looking forward to Antiques Roadshow. Okay. I'm sad. I get it. I'm sad. But, you know, when you go away for business, you know, you need these little rituals.
0: When you go go away for business, your television tastes change. It's true. Yeah, kinda. Yeah,
1: that is true. And and I have my rituals because you know, we all have rituals. I don't work a nine to five. So when I'm you know, for me as a as a person who doesn't work nine, we all, you know, I still need those rituals.
0: What were you doing in bath for work anyway? What were you doing? Yeah, I, give,
1: I give speech lessons to people.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, don't laugh. You're laughing. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll just skirt by that one. Yeah, so I don't encourage everybody to talk like I do, but, you know, thank God, so right? There
0: are, there are people from the West Country who would like to, <laughs> <adopt> <laughs> to sound like some, some
1: crass combative American. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, so he says, well, there should be one up there. And I'm like, well, there's none and by this time. Now the guy's starting to piss me off because, firstly, he's now become part of my rectum because he's so obsequious. And secondly... Did you look up
0: your ass for the remotes? Uh, oh,
1: Christ. You know what? Yeah, because I got this little scam going on that I'm like some kind of a mule for, like, remotes in provincial parts of the country. She
0: travels the country earning millions from stealing remotes.
1: Well, yes. Yeah, so I got... Yeah, should I look... Do you want to bend me over, Mr. Man, and just check and make sure I don't have this little dealio going on? So I said it's not and and i'm thinking now 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 you're like now it's not good and you know i don't want anybody to suck up to me i don't just you know have some self-respect so anyway so he goes well i need to come up there and check oh now what's the underlying message there i need to come up after i've said no it's not up there i looked
0: bob Assumes that you're an idiot yeah. or a lazy person who cannot be asked to hunt around their room for a remote, yeah. which is quite clearly in purloined letter fashion, out there in the open, ready to be used by yourself to order erotica. Uh, yeah. So what does it
1: say? It says either you're an idiot or you're lion. Right. Yes. Either you're an idiot or you've shoved it up your ass because you've got this little scam in London where you're selling off remote controls from provincial hotels. Right. So I said I kind of looked at him like, yeah, all right. So he says, yeah, I need to come up. So he comes into my room. Right. And, you know, fine. I don't have anything in there. I haven't even opened my suitcase yet. And the guy gets down. In the room,
0: in the room, that is. in the,
1: Well, yeah, in right. the room. The guy gets down on all fours and starts crawling around the room looking for this remote control, right?
0: (laughs) No need to order exotic films.
1: (laughs) And I'm just standing there looking at... You know, well, if he had been more my type... You know, he wasn't... You know, I don't... Yeah, he was a bit too beefcake for me. I'm not really into that. Um, I I like him slim and pretty. Uh, Men or women, I don't care. Uh, So... He's, I got this man who's like six foot five down on all fours crawling around my hotel room, repeating to me, It has to be in here somewhere. They're always in here. Right. And I was like, Yeah. And he's opening up drawers and he's looking under the bed and, I, and he's doing it over and over, even though the room is like five feet square. And I was like, Yeah, but I looked in there. Yeah, but it could be in here. Yeah, but I looked in there. So he goes, well, it really has to be in here. Yeah, okay, but it's not. And he's looking in the closet and everything. Wardrobe, it was, because it's an old place. Uh, and then he kind of looks at me like, yeah, you must have it up your ass. And I'm like, do you want to give me the, the the glove treatment? Do you have any Vaseline? Feel free, right?
0: Because that, you know... I know some mates that would probably pay for well, that privilege. Well, yeah, you know,
1: I haven't had any in a while. So, you know, go for it. Maybe maybe we'll both get some enjoyment. Anyway, so that pissed me off. You know, you like, take my word for it. Do I look like a remote control mule? I don't... What on earth? So then he has to disappear for a while. You know, meanwhile, my coffee's... In the Antiques Roadshow, they've already got into, you know, some Art Nouveau bowl, right? And he comes up, and then he has to, he starts, like, bowing and scraping about all the apologies and that he had to, like, get me this other remote. And and then he stands and watches while I'm using it to change the channel. And I said, yeah, that's fine. It works. Thank you very much. And he's, like, standing there, like, just making sure. And I'm like, what, do you want to join me? I got some potato chips here. Do you want to, you know, do you want to join And he's bowing and scraping. And he must have said sorry like 48 times.
0: Would you like to see a film together? I can give you a free version (laughs) of Quebec Girls Gone Crazy.
1: (laughs) You know, that would have been preferable. And I'm like, you know, you don't need to apologize 48 times for a remote control. Apologize 48 times if you, like, run me over, right, and nearly kill me. For a remote control that went missing... I don't care. You know, one sorry would have done it. So then I spent the rest of the time there avoiding this guy. I'm like, oh, God, I got to go out and get dinner. I just, I don't want to see. Dookie. So what can we learn from this, Dookie?
0: What can we learn? That you should steal a remote or pretend that it's missing and you too can get... Free porn. Quebec Girls Gone Crazy, I'm there.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty interested in Quebec Girls Gone... You know, independence, places, I want to support you. Just have a look at the big business and what they're doing right and why do people stay there. You know, I once had a person... I once had a land... What do you call them, landladies when they own the the B&B? Yes. I once had a, a landlady chase me out... Of a hotel, because it was 10.59 and checkout time was 11. She stood outside my door with her dustpan and brush glaring at me with the eyes of death until I got my fat flabby ass down her stairs and checked out.
0: She was probably double checking that the remote was still there.
1: (laughs) You know, get that in the hotel in if Holiday Inn, there are other budget hotels. So this is what we learned. Oh, and they had a spelling error in their their, uh, promotional literature. And it's like, you know, that doesn't.
0: So anyway, I'm going to digress for a minute. Digress away. You can have a couple of minutes.
1: Okay, because you know I'm not you know if you're gonna if, if you live in Bath or you're gonna go to Bath you know it's amazing right it's you know go it's beautiful it's just these irritations so you know like okay so I'm being irritated and then I go to uh, I go to Costa right
0: your favorite coffee yeah, they, retail are, chain
1: yeah there are other coffee shops right so, I'm
0: amazed I thought when you were in Bath you went to an independent guest house, yeah, I you thought know, you would carry on the independent theme.
1: You know, yeah, now you're making me feel bad, because there, there were some nice-looking ones, but I guess I just thought, you know...
0: I, I don't know what I thought. Anyway... You are aware on the show we have a segment know, that you yeah. are responsible for called Bean and Gone. So you're in Bath, you see all a bounty of coffee retail uh, concerns uh, uh, you're not gonna sack me now are you i'm not thrilled to Uh, be honest okay i'd like to have a word with you afterwards Uh,
1: okay well you know i i do have a new one in london i haven't talked about yet that does do some unusual coffee and it is amazing so the next time right you gotta ask me i'm
0: hearing the sound of digging and yeah, exactly. I can see your head <laughs> and it's just perched over, yeah, so, <laughs> over yeah. the horizon of okay. the grave.
1: Yeah, D- don't sack me because, you know, Sylve would be really upset. Um, so I go to Costa. Now, the thing with Costa is, yeah, you know, I think you get this in Starbucks too, that they go down the Italian route on the menu when they're describing the sizes of the, of the coffees, right? Yes. So a small is a what, Dookie?
0: Uh,
1: Come on, you know a bit of Italian, don't you?
0: I do. I really don't want to get it wrong.
1: Yeah, give it a go. A small.
0: Uh, well,
1: what's what's a what's an uh, like a large?
0: Oh, grande. Well, c-
1: yeah. So kinda. So you're getting there. So bambini. Well, you're getting the, yeah, you're getting there. So the small is a primo. Right. Ah, yes. And then the medium is a mid mid medio medio m e d i o.
0: Right. Yeah. Can you? Medio. Put- yeah. There
1: you go. And a large is a massimo. Right. What does that mean? Like ex- extra large or bigger? Massimo attack. <laughs> oh yeah, like massive. Because you would, think, you know, I would have thought that it would have been Grande, but. You know, it's not. It's massimo. So, but nobody ever uses these, right? So when when these coffee shops started opening up over here, you know, I, I hadn't been in country that long, but you know, they they when they first started opening up over here, people would ask for them like that, right? Like primo, can I have a primo latte, please? And, and I always refused. I dug my heels in on that man. I was like, no way am I. No, because it'll make me feel stupid, right? Mm. I don't want to feel stupid. Like, I can't pronounce this stuff, so I didn't. And then it was like everybody else in the world decided the same. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ask for a small, right? And it became like a tacit agreement amongst all of us, you know, Costa Goers, Nero Goers, Starbucks—they became like this is the way we're gonna do it, right? Mm. And and you know, so you go in and you go small. Can I get a small latte? And the barista will say to their their colleague, "Yeah, okay, small latte, right?" So this is the way it works for years now. So then I'm in Bath, and I get the bar- the perky barista, right? Who wants to follow everything by the letter?
0: This person sounds like an asshole.
1: Right. So she, can I tell you a it,
0: primo asshole? Or, or should I say <laughs> no, a masmo. Massimo? So, you asshole. know,
1: she's this. You know who would play her? You know who would be really good at playing this girl? Reese Witherspoon, like in one of her really snotty roles.
0: I know she was very, very, very young at the time. But when I think about Reese being a bit of a weapon or behaving as a a weapon, the film Election comes to mind.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. So Reese Witherspoon, as she was in Election, that's how this young woman was, right?
0: Ambitious.
1: Yeah, like hyper, like coffee is her life. Like she's going to and you know, she's perky and she's, you know, like, wow, she's going for it. Relentless ambition. Yeah, even though she probably, you know, she's probably studying neurosurgery or something, but, you know, she's got to be, um, she's got to excel at everything, right? Right. She's probably never called in sick one day in her life, you know. She's probably never had the gastric flu. Her farts probably smell like marshmallows, you know. that That's this. So I say to her, can I get a, you know, like I always do, can I get a large... Black Americano to, and I do it the British way. I say to take away instead of to go, right? And she looks at me like this withering look as she goes to put it into the register and goes, a Massimo Black Americano. To take away. And I was like, yeah. So then she turns to her colleague and goes, can I get one Massimo Black Americano to take away?
0: Putting emphasis on the word yeah. Massimo in a way, belittling the fact that you didn't use it yourself, that you used yeah. large.
1: Yeah, so then, you know, I've, oh, got, what a cunt. I've, got, <laughs> I've got people in back of me, so then, you know, I pay whatever. And then they come up and they say, can I get a small, you know, cappuccino? And she goes, a primo cappuccino. And then to the colleague, can I please get a primo cappuccino to stay in? And it went like this. Whoa! And you know how annoying is that? You don't order pizzas like that, do you?
0: No, you don't. Which makes this Reese Withertwant want from Bath <laughs> even more of a Yamshanka. You, you know
1: what? And bless her, she's going to be the next prime minister. I swear. You know, and and God bless her. You know, and and I and I hope she is because she'd probably be amazing. You know, she's probably amazing at everything she does. It's just can I use this platform as a call to all of us who go to these coffee shops? Can we can we all just, you know, band together and stage the revolution and say we're just going to say small and medium and large because we feel stupid trying to pronounce words when it's like seven in the morning and we just need some caffeine. You know what I mean? I just feel stupid. You get me? Uh, can we all band together with that, please?
0: I'm right behind you.
1: Can I say one more thing? Hero. So now we got to go back to Bob. And, and, you know, I've been thinking about it. I'm not calling him Bob because I can't pronounce his name.
0: <laughs> oh, right. I can okay, see the theme. This,
1: this is, there was, there's this young comedian over on this side of the pond who kind of, you know, he kind of peed me off because... He's a really young guy and he's really popular and I won't mention his name but his initials are JW. And he was hosting this politics satire program and he came up against somebody's, excuse me, somebody's name who's kind of like, I think it was like an Indian name, right? And he said, he just looked at the name on the card and went, oh, I can't pronounce that. Let's just call him Bob. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, I'm so over this guy now because I used to have. I used to kind of like him because, you know. I
0: shared a public lavatory with this man. Did you? Yes.
1: Yeah, he's. No, not him, no, not Josh Whittacomb. no, please, God, not Josh Whittacomb. Josh Whittacomb is really cool, and I really like him. <laughs> you
0: said j w. yeah,
1: no, think of another young Josh,
0: still love your work,
1: oh, Josh, no, love you, love you if if you're if you're in another country and you haven't heard of Josh, look him up cause he's really funny, really funny. No, who else you know, j w think think more posh. He's known for being really posh, right. Can you think anyway, I... so he's on this. And, and I just thought, you know, how how sneering and patronizing is that you don't even try to pronounce somebody's name? And, and one of the other guys on the show actually pulled him up on it for being like a snobbish, like, twat, right? So I'm not saying Bob because I can't pronounce this guy's name. I'm saying Bob because I didn't know his name. And because I want to retain his anonymity. Because he was a nice guy who wasn't trying to annoy me. He was just being really goddamn annoying.
0: Gotcha. Another thing which annoys me about these coffee retail establishments that insist on using Maximo, Toxico, Bambino types of descriptions... Or when they have to serve somebody who is decidedly mature.
1: Well yeah, yeah.
0: Elderly person who who is number one, possibly alien to these types of fast food, fast drink coffee house types of setups to begin with. Yeah, their
1: idea of coffee is just a Spoonful and Nestle and some, and believe me, there are other coffee makers.
0: Indeed, and where, you know, they may be from villages where these types of places aren't available and they're making a trip into town. You get the picture. Yeah. And basically, you know, they'll walk in there and all that they want is a normal coffee. I think what the Americans call a cup of joe,
1: a cup of joe, or, you know, you would get an, an older person, and can I just say, don't go for the Nestle, uh, uh, you would get an older person asking for just a filter coffee. Right. Right? Or have I been here too long and that's an English thing? I don't know. But, you know, yeah, like a cup of joe, let's, let me just have a coffee.
0: So I've been to um, a number of these chains, Uh, one begin with S, another beginning with C, mainly through being on the road and you stop off at a petrol station or services and these places are there and sometimes you need caffeine to make it through the night. And they'll be there and, and struggling when making their order, which has a specific kind of theatre to it to begin with. You know, you give your name here, you then go to another part of the counter, you wait, that type of thing. Yeah. And all that they want is what the Yanks call a cup of joe, or they might just want, uh, you know, just ordinary coffee. And that's what they're asking for. And it'll be, uh right, uh and then they're struggling to read the funky handwritten stuff or what appears to be handwritten up on the board.
1: And you got Reese
0: Witherspoon serving them. Reese Twant, sorry.
1: Yeah, so, and Reese, we love you. So Reese
0: Twant is different. Right, so c- can you be Reese Withertwunt and I'm going to be... Am I British or am I American? You're an American over here on the BUNAC scheme.
1: Uh, okay, where if people come that scheme isn't going
0: anymore, fuck you, right, we're going okay. to play with, with the time machine. Uh, okay. Uh right! Uh, <laughs> wow, L- loads of options uh, here. C- could I just um have just a like a, a coffee, just like a small coffee?
1: Well, like what kind of coffee do you want, uh, sir? J- do you want the primo? Do you want the medio? Or do you want the massimo? Uh,
0: could I just have like like um just like an, or- an ordinary coffee? I uh, just like so like, like a medio. We're like well. Is that, uh, is, it, is that kind of like, like Well, an would you like coffee? a cappuccino
1: or would you like a black coffee I, I, or would you like an Americano? Would you like a latte or would you like a cortado? Perhaps you'd like to try one of our chilled icy drinks.
0: Do you know when you go to like a cafe and it's just ordinary coffee and, and I can put like cream in it or milk?
1: So you mean like an Americano?
0: Uh, I don't know what that is. Okay, okay I just i I just have a. Okay,
1: uh, so we'll. How about we set you up today with a medio americano? Go easy on the uh, latte. How about that?
0: I have no idea what what you're <laughs> on about.
1: Yeah, I think I'm kind of losing the the character here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reese with the twenties getting on your nerves, <laughs> even doing doing her as a character.
1: So yeah, so and you know what bugs me is that these you know I wouldn't mind if these places were actually Italian, but they're not. Costa's British owned, right? <laughs>
0: Although, aren't the, the family who own that of Italian extraction? Okay,
1: yeah, all right, yeah, fair, the yeah, Anglo- that is Ita- a fair to point. To be fair,
0: they're, they're Anglo-Italian, they, although I think like the, the isn't it two brothers who set it up? It's I think two were, brothers, yeah, born, you're right. They were okay. born in the UK, but two right. Italian parents.
1: And then, yeah, now I feel a little guilty now. But, you know, I, I doubt that British people are going over to Rome and forcing the Italians to say the words small, medium, and large at seven in the morning, when these poor people, you know, just ca- I'm just trying to get to work. Yeah, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. Anyway.
0: Uh, primo, per favore. Primo, eh? E, eh, eh, come si dice, eh, eh, primo, eh, eh, uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scusa, scusa, <laughs> <sommo-l>. uh, Yeah, <laughs> Exa-
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dookie, I'm waking up with night sweats lately. Am I turning into Andy Rooney? Do you know Andy Rooney? He He's dead.
0: He he was dead, but he lived for most of <laughs> most of civilization.
1: You know what kept him alive he- was his constant whining. That's all he did. You know, my whole childhood was listening to Andy Rooney every Sunday night and going, and it's just like, why is he so angry you know he's just whine. you know you made a whole career on whining he, and there's some male yes. comedians certainly over on this side of the pond that just are all shouty and ranty and you're just like oh, shut up
0: so can i just for those listeners not in the know he was on a panel was it a panel not really a, panel well, show, a no, news, new
1: news new, a show. new show
0: called 60 minute in the u.s and he, he was on it from about, ooh, the birth of television onwards. The one thing interesting about Andy Rooney is, didn't he die like, within a couple of months of yeah. retiring? Yeah,
1: yeah, he did. I was like, that was it, you know, done, bang, why done, is Gone. It, why He had one of those,
0: why yeah, is it I, people die after okay, retiring? All right, now you're scaring me. You want to spend time on the beach. I sound a bit like you, Marsha. Yeah, I'm You, you want to spend scared. time on the beach, but instead... You spend time in a coffin forever.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be like that. So uh, I'm just going to keep, you know, I did, I did have a good time in Bath. I just, you know, who wants to hear about that? It's boring. You know, you want to go there, go there. You know, it's a beautiful place. I met some really nice people. Everybody was nice. People were opened the doors for me everywhere I went. People were smiling. We were joking with complete strangers. Every, the people I was, working with, I was working with were really nice. They were lovely uh it was great so but you know who wants to hear about that that's really boring so you gotta you gotta talk about the, you gotta talk about the crap
0: oh you, gotta you gotta need ta- to talk about the crap you gotta
1: talk about bob am i a bee dookie no yeah okay so and yeah i've been at work all day and i i just got back into london and i haven't even had a poop
0: question for you yeah how was antiques roadshow <laughs> Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Facebook. It's easy to find. It will not take an age. Facebook. www.facebook.com. Forward slash. The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page: www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. Welcome to this second instalment of Preview Review. Other people review films. We here at the Dukey Radio Show, we review trailers. First up, Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: So this is just an interview for the newspaper. I just have a couple of questions. Mr. Grey will see you now.
0: What was he like? He was polite, intense, smart, really intimidating. Do you have any interests outside of work? What about you? I'd like to know more about you. There's really not much to know about me. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) I am.
1: To what do you owe your success? I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. It must be really boring.
0: I'm incapable of leaving you alone. Then don't.
1: I had a rough start in life. You should steer clear
0: of me. I don't do romance.
1: My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand.
0: Enlighten me then.
1: <sighs> yeah. Oh. No. God. I mean, What? It's quite
0: relentless, really.
1: I, I'm so bored. Uh, Duki, Marcia, now I have five words for you. Do you want to hear them?
0: At least you don't have 50.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's only five words. Nine and a half weeks.
0: At least nine and a half weeks wanted me to ask somebody to leave their hat on. This trailer's a collection of rhetorical questions.
1: It's, it's like, you know, just a lot of statements. Even if you're asking a question, it sounds like a statement.
0: There's a lot of... You know, kind of a, you know... Why are you so alluring? Don't you realize that passion is addictive? My appetite is decidedly plural. Does love have a color? Is it the color of you? My name is Grey, and I've got ginger hair in the book, yet it's brunette in the film. So dreamy. The book. Read it yet? No, I've only brunetted it.
1: Oh, dear. Yeah, that brunetted. Really dookie. Uh,
0: listen, someone's going to write a song based on the word red, and they'll do amazing oh, yes, things with it. Oh, I know it. a band who's one done day, that, they're, they're One amazing. day. One day.
1: Dookie, I, it is like that, what is that game show where, what was that show where you could only, where it was like a sketch show, like an improv show, and they had one sketch where you could only answer questions with questions?
0: Whose line is, Whose line it, line anyway?
1: is it anyway? It's kind of like that. And what is it about sexy, sexy movies that you can only, you know, you can't talk about anything else?
0: I'd like to know what kebab she likes. I like diner kebabs. That's like Madonna, and she's sexy, just like you. Oh, little old me? No, young, sexy, vibrant you. So the main characters are Grey and Steel. Grey Steel. It sounds like a posh vibrator.
1: You know, I, you know I'm going to steal something that I read in the, in the paper about this movie, which I thought was really apt- you know now who are you go supposed to go see this movie with, right?
0: Your, your, your single girlfriends.
1: Well, yeah, but yeah, but then you know if you're gonna get the horn on, do you want to be with your your pals? You know, but you know, men don't want to see this movie, right? So they're because they're gonna feel all weird. But so you don't want to go see it with your partner. But then if you you don't want to see it on your own because that's really weird in a cinema. So, you know, I was just, like, reading, and I thought, yeah, I don't know, I, I wouldn't want to go see it with anyone. It would I don't be- want to be sitting there getting all hot and bothered in front of you and Sylve, you know what I mean? True. That's kind of, you know, then what are you supposed to do?
0: It's released here in the UK on Valentine's Day. I have a feeling it's released on Valentine's Day around the world a weird deep film it's not exactly well, it's, uh well i agree oh i'd like to show doris a really nice time so i got tickets to go and see 50 shades because at the local think, cinema
1: as a man dookie don't you think that it would make you feel a little ooky
0: a little bit yes uh,
1: because you know you're thinking well does my woman really want me to do that to her and i'm not really sure if i want to do that to her and you know this is kind of you know, making me feel ooky because I didn't know that this is what she wanted? You know, that kind of thing.
0: My thirst is multifaceted.
1: You, you don't really seem like the kind of guy who's going to do that kind of stuff, Dookie. You know, no no offense. You just, you know, are you going to wear a gray suit and talk about spanking, like, all the time?
0: I could start.
1: Yeah, you, what, like? With your band. Are you going to give Welsh a good spanking?
0: I do anyway. That's a normal post-gig ritual. That's giving me a visual. A spanking for every time that he speeds up a song. I think we should move on. I think we should indeed move on. But the one thing which I need to highlight is there's some anti-ginger shit going on with Fifty Shades. The main character in the book, a proud ginger transformed into a very attractive brunette man
1: how do you know that dookie in the book because none of us in this room have actually read the book and i'm not saying that because lots of people say oh i wouldn't read that because i'm too highbrow and i wouldn't say that you know i wouldn't you know i travel it sounds perfectly plausible kind of you know romantic lovey-dovey you know wank fodder you know that's fine it's just that none of us have read it.
0: No. We've seen the trailer, though. I travel on public transport quite regularly here yes. in London. And I have to say, over the last couple of months, in anticipation of this film and taking inspiration from Marsha's overhead segment, I've been listening in to the word on the street from the woman on the street and yes i've absorbed a lot of people talking about uh the trailer when it originally came out and their issues about what sexy sexy moments from the book uh would probably not make it to the silver screen
1: yeah well if you go see this movie in the cinema you know those seats are going to be absorbing something
0: oh you're you're right about that but the, I feel that there's anti-ginger sentiment happening in Hollywood in general.
1: You know, no, neither Sylvan and I are feeling this.
0: In the next film, Selma, <laughs> you will feel it. And here is a clip from the trailer, not the whole trailer. He's got supporters. Detroit, New York. Los Angeles,
1: inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I am very
0: aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next,
1: Mr. President? Dr. King is here.
0: This film has a lot of uh, British people playing Americans. You heard British actor Tom Wilkinson as President. Lyndon Baines Johnson there. Ah, yes. And Tim Roth, who normally hates doing American accents, so much so that, that when he had his show on American television, he was very insistent on making the character British. And I'll get onto the ginger thing first. Playing the character of Hoover is an American actor, Dylan Baker. He... Is naturally a ginger, yet in this film, he has dark hair. He has gone gone for the L'Oreal products.
1: Dookie, I gotta ask you, now this is personal and you don't have to answer it and, and whatever, but do your collar and cuffs match?
0: They match now. There was well, a long while in which they, they didn't.
1: Yeah, but that's because you dyed your hair blonde, right? Possibly. Okay, so now but you've naturally got dark hair, right? Yes, And your collar and cuffs, like, your cuffs aren't, like, ginger.
0: No. Okay. So, oh, I'm just
1: trying to, like, drill down into the whole... You know impetus for the whole gingerist movement you got going on
0: there. there are two films which have number one changed the hair color of its main character and protagonist Well maybe and a, a major and, read character, it. and a major character in Selma, a film about Martin Luther King. Le- the at least playing Hoover has to dye his hair. Yeah, it's really out of order. Yeah, at
1: least they didn't have a white guy playing Martin Luther King because that would be really weird. At the you beginning. Know, that would be something to protest about. You know, no pun intended given the movie we're talking about. The thing that I noticed about this movie is that it, in the trailer, it's nothing about white people grimacing. You know, they're just doing that kind of
0: stifling a fart yeah, look. Yeah, that
1: shoving your lips to the side. You know, like a like a disapproving principal of a of a middle school kind of look. Like they just look very. Everybody looks disapp- Even even the white people who are on the side of Martin Luther King, they're, they're still kind of you know very disapproving about something.
0: And then in the trailer, there's that kind of relentless. Jun, 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 jun. Who is this guy, Martin Luther King? Yeah, i got <laughs> a problem with that. He's got support. And then they mention loads of cities so that people around North America can get excited about it. He's got supporters in Detroit. New York. Yeah. Windsor, Ontario. And naturally, it makes the Martin Luther King excitement seemed like a nationwide phenomenon and quite clearly involving the Canucks as well. I take offense to your use of Canucks and Canada loves Martin Luther King. We've got a King Street in every Canadian city.
1: Yeah, it annoys me because I just think it, 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 I just chalk it up to like the infantilization of the Western world. Because, you know, like everything has musing, music in it to tell us how to feel. Like, you know, you're watching the great British Bake Off and they're making like brownies and you got like Barber's Adagio for strings. Like when somebody drops their batter on the floor, like telling me like like I don't know how to feel. Right. And then like this movie, like they're going to tell me, you know, this, this is they're telling me that it's heavy shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. You know, the only place I, I forgave for that was uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Because, you know, the music is obviously really heavy duty, but, you know, it, it kind of... You know, I didn't feel like I was being patronized by it. But that's that's the problem I have with this trailer. It's like, you know, don't tell me how to feel. I know how to feel, people.
0: You mentioned Breaking Bad. Yeah. Up next, Better Call Saul. I'm number one on your speed dial right next to your weed dealer. Please call me... McGill. James McGill. I'm an attorney. It's showtime, folks. I don't go looking for guilty people to represent. Your Honor, I'll never do it again. I told you, suit, member.
1: That's a loner, Okay, I need it back.
0: I mean, who needs that aggravation, right? Netflix is the new cinema.
1: Dookie, I have to. That is true, and I agree with you. And I also have to say something else. Hit me. You won Breaking Bad geek cred because marcia and i didn't remember that uh saul goodman actually his name isn't actually saul goodman and it said in the timeout because i was reading about this in the timeout it said
0: timeout london the
1: timeout london yes it said that if you remember that that is extra big bonus score breaking bad geek cred and you remembered because i i couldn't remember
0: i am a breaking bad geek
1: you given me multiple choice like is Saul Goodman his real name yes or no I probably would have said no but I wouldn't have actually remembered you know that he changed his name because he
0: wanted to sound Jewish that's right I suppose that people have more confidence in somebody in the legal profession who is one of the chosen people rather than and I am of Irish extraction so I can say this a bog trotter
1: well listen if if there's a Stereotype that goes with your particular religion or culture or race, then you know if you can capitalize on that. If it's a positive stereotype, then you know why not? Yes, why not? Can I say for? And I don't mean to be Debbie Downer here, but um, you know, I'm a little tired. I uh, had a long weekend and not necessarily in a good way. Um, so I'm gonna be Debbie Downer and say I'm scared.
0: You are scared.
1: I'm scared cuz let's face it, Breaking Bad is one of the best shows ever, right? You know, of it, its ilk.
0: Absolutely. If I can use that word. A fine fine program. So, yes.
1: how, you know, how frightening, you know, it must be like it must be like people who are like really into Star Wars and then they got really pumped, right? For the Phantom Menace.
0: Oh, do not mention. Sorry, swearing is not allowed on this show.
1: Exactly. So then, so then, what happens? Yeah. So what happened, Dookie? You came out of the cinema, and what you wanted to you wanted to cry.
0: I was really upset when I went to see that.
1: And and then it kind of colors the whole, you know, the whole Star Wars genre. Surely
0: oh, it colored something.
1: Yeah. So it's like it's like you know, lots of shows do that. You know, they they like like that show Green Wing. I like that because it was pretty surreal. And then they did this whole special that made it go crazy. And now it's like, it's the whole series for me. Because it's like, well, I know what happens and it's not nice. So, I, I you know, I'm just reserving judgment. You know, it's, I'm just... It, the trailer does look really good. But I'm just... I, and and it's only for positive reasons. Because, you know, I love the show Breaking Bad so much. And I love Saul, a great character. And I just, I really want it to be good.
0: The trailer is quite endearing. I like the... Cinema references Beetlejuice when Goodman says it's showtime and obviously he referenced Jack Nicholson from The Shining with Here's Janny or indeed Johnny Carson from The Tonight Show. But the trailer looks really, really, really good. And there's Michael McKeon from Spinal Tap and all of the Christopher Guest films, see, Mighty I, Wind see, and so on. The Vernon Shirley, which I referenced before you did, oh, uh, see, Sylvia. See, that's not fair.
1: I was going to say, Dookie, <laughs> I was going to say that I do obviously worship him as Davidson Hubbins. But I really, it's, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, it's Lenny. And I thought, oh, where did that come from? I haven't thought of Laverne and Shirley in in ages and ages. But to me, I guess in some part of my brain, he'll always be Lenny. I wonder what ever happened to Squiggy.
0: Where are they now?
1: Where is Squiggy now? Remember Squiggy?
0: We should get him on the show. Remember
1: Carmine?
0: I don't really know the show very well. It's only through you talking about it. I
1: remember Carmine. He was Shirley's on-off boyfriend and he was at the time but now he would be called a guido and you know but you wouldn't think that at the time you just think you know he's a new york italian but yeah carmine yeah whatever happened to carmine he was like five foot four
0: so in a, a way just throwing that out there in a way although that show was based in milwaukee
1: and laverne became a lesbian we know that
0: well on the show
1: no not on the show you dober.
0: penny marshall's a lesbian yeah is she
1: yeah it's not libel, it's just it's, it's, it's a fact
0: We love people of all backgrounds and persuasions on the show I didn't know that I think she's right, I think Penny Marshall did come out Well, congratulations Penny The penny has dropped. (laughs) The penny has dropped. Um, But I think it looks really, really, really good. And some characters who Breaking Bad fans will remember make an appearance in the trailer and also apparently in the show, which has received very, very good reviews. Fantabulous. Although we really are here just to review the trailers. I have perused the odd British review and the consensus is, it's a slow burner, but well worth yes. holding out for. Yes. And uh, apparently it's a, a bit of a mini masterpiece, if you believe in these things. So oh. if you've got Netflix, check it out.
1: No phantom menace here.
0: I hope not. Up next, something British-ish. Kingsman. It's freezing. Why are we walking? I'm Jack keys Huge IQ, great performance in the Marines. But you gave up. Drugs, petty crime. never had a job. Who are you? Your father saved my life. Dean says you're fair guy, boys. I've had a rather emotional day, so whatever your beef with Eggsy is, and I'm sure it's well-founded, I'd appreciate it if you could just leave us in peace. You should get out of the way, granddaddy. You'll get hurt. Mm. Manners maketh man. Do you know what that means? Then let me teach you a lesson.
1: Are we going to stand around here all day, or are we going to fight? It looks like James Bond meets My Fair Lady. Or it sounds like, I should say.
0: My Fair Lady, but also there's a little bit of James Bond meets the early 80s American film, Trading Places. Let's get yes. somebody from the gutter and let's see if we can elevate him to a magnificent Kingsman from the Secret Service.
1: Is Colin Firth just making a living playing like Colin Firth? You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's getting hired now just to do that thing.
0: I don't know know,
1: what you're saying. Well, yeah, he's kind of like, you know, he's like that man of a certain age that women find sexy. And he's kind of, I don't know, posh. I
0: really love them as Darcy.
1: Yeah, see, now I don't get that. I, I, I never got that whole dealio i mean i could see where people would find him attractive you know he's a he's a decent looking guy
0: absolutely fantastic actor incidentally in this trailer though my goodness it's as though he's evoking roger moore at his most wooden there is this yes. oh so tell me why i live in the gutter we're like old man you gotta realize i'm from the street oh, you've got so much potential. Yes,
1: it's like James Bond goes street, And, you know, I have to say that I did like the music. Now, I know that I, I, believe me, I know that I am not the demographic for that kind of music. So I know. And I'm not trying to be right on because that's really annoying. But I I did like that song. I do like a girly singer with a bit of attitude. I do like that.
0: I just realised one thing. There are different trailers of this film doing the rounds. I believe that Kingsman: The Secret Service was released in North America sometime last year. It's only just doing the rounds here in the UK. In the UK, we've got Michael Caine delivering a very Michael Keynesian performance. Uh, he doesn't appear to have made it on uh, this particular trailer that we've uh, used for the Dukey Radio Show. Oh
1: yes, it didn't, did
0: it? But he sort of. He, he, She was only 16 years old. You know, he is very much doing the old, mature, I like a lifestyle type of delivery. That sounded more like Robert Smith, but you understand what I'm trying to do. That is true.
1: But, you know, (laughs) Michael Caine, so if we're going to carry through this theme, Mm. then you have to say, surely, Dookie, you must be happy that he's in the movie as a natural ginger, even though he's gone grey now.
0: More blonde than Ginger, to be honest, in his day. Really? I thought of him as being a redhead. I am not a Ginger. You will find that I am a blonde. Although my hair now nah, is a bit grey.
1: Are we going to talk about uh, the last one? Ex
0: Machina. I I is, it, is it Machina with this. or is it, are they pronouncing it correctly? Are they pronouncing it the Italian way? Is it ex Machina?
1: I think I've heard it said ex Machina.
0: Right, let's hear a bit of this trailer. It's quite ethereal, it seems quite futuristic. Unless you have the right speakers, you could blow a woofer or two.
1: Could do that thing where you put cornstarch in it and watch it dance.
0: It's a film which very much see reprises the whole. right though;
1: they're trying to make us feel creepy. Yes.
0: Yes. Right. A bunch of people in non-weird science fashion make this sexy a robot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, See.
0: (laughs) And. She is formidably intelligent and also is, in a lot of ways, like the female robot version of Grey from Fifty Shades Of, in that she she yeah. could potentially, she's equally sexy, but also equal parts sexy, equal parts intimidating yes
1: well do marcia and i do need to get up on our feminist soapboxes for this
0: i have a feeling i know where this is going
1: yeah it's like well you know all right you're gonna build a robot and it's being built by a guy you know a straight guy and and, and you know oh all right you know she's not gonna look like billy jean king fine but you know does she have to be
0: or american director penny marshall
1: well, yeah, but you know, it's like, does she have to be a size four? I mean, come on, people. I must be in a bad mood. No, it's, it's, it is true. You know, it, you did, I did think, wow, that's a really skinny robot. You know, she is very skinny. But it is like, you know, just so man, gullible man falls for beautiful robot. That's what it is. And Dookie, the weird science. That is it's weird science, but strip out all the the
0: eighties comedy. Kelly LeBrock was the actress who <gasps> I was wanted in, to look like her so bad. In Weird Science. Yes. British born oh, for yes. a while was married to Steven Seagal. I'm an action hero, but tender. Right. And what's happened to her? Maybe um, I'll tell you what, she's happened, to gone you what your, happened to her. You want to know what happened to her? She got fat. Oh, did she? Yeah,
1: she got fat, like Yasmin Bleeth. You know, Yasmin Bleeth got fat.
0: From Baywatch.
1: Yeah, from Baywatch. You know, they got fat. You know, and it's, you know, kind of... You're right, you know, that you're not going to spend your whole life playing sexy, sexy girly. But you, you asked, and that's what happened to her. She got fat.
0: But there are still roles for women of substance.
1: Yeah, not for women of a certain age. You know, I don't want to go... You know, it's a well-plowed feminist furrow. You know, it's been plowed... You know, women of a certain age, they don't get jobs in the film industry. But, you know, you got to, wait, you know. wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I have to say. Unless
1: you're playing the kooky friend.
0: The latest Bond that is being made at this very moment. Yeah, go on. A 50-year-old Bond girl. Bond woman, in fact. Italian actress, Monica Bellucci.
1: Okay. That's cool. Yeah, she's a, she's a beautiful woman. Fifty uh,
0: years of sexy. She,
1: Fifty years. Okay, that's that's pretty good. You know, I, you know there. Yeah, there are roles out there. We got Molly McCarthy. You know, she's for once is a woman of substance. and Not playing the kooky sassy friend. Fantastic
0: comedian stole the show in Bridesmaids.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. You're not the only person that thinks that. So you know that's cool. I, I can't. This Ex Machina—I don't know what people think. I haven't seen it. I—I I just you have seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer, and I just thought, yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys to do that.
0: It looks like it could be a bit overwrought. I'm and-
1: not really a sci-fi gal,
0: and shall I tell you why?
1: When we were in junior high, we had to read a book called The for Zachariah." Do you two know of this book?
0: No. Yeah, I
1: heard. I heard of this book. We we didn't have to read it, but yeah, And about the end of the world. Yes, it's about the the nuclear apocalypse, and this girl is the only girl left on Earth. And excuse my French, that book scared the shit out of me. And hence, my, my feeling for sci-fi is like, uh-uh. So I can't do sci-fi because I get really creeped out. I used to get creeped out going to the planetarium. So no
0: creepy Too creepy. many stars.
1: There's too, yeah, I start feeling a little suffocated. It's like, you know, I need some concrete and I need some people people.
0: So I need some, people. You need some people people. I
1: need people people. So I'm, Marcia, I, yeah, I'm not going to see this. Dookie, I think you're
0: on your own. We're not going to play a clip for the next film on account that there's very little dialogue, but in a way it's the complete opposite of sci-fi, yet still harnesses a great deal of technology in order to make it happen. Marcia does a good impression. Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep the
1: film. She does well, there's no dialogue in it, but Marcia does a really good impression of the cat, um, what, uh, Silence of the Lamb's Cat. Silence of the Lamb's Kitty. Martha, will you do it? Mm. Yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Would you like some Chianti? Perhaps with some uh, fava beans?
1: Dookie, we gotta see this movie. There's only one problem. We can't take Sylve with us, or if we do, we have to, we have to blindfold her at a certain point.
0: I presume that the... Kib- Yes, shops dookie, feature and certain products. Listen,
1: listeners, you can say that I'm soppy and it's just I I know, but it yes, I don't want them to fear for being turned into a kebab. I don't want them to fear that. They are gonna all be okay in the end, aren't they? I don't be. like animals in peril.
0: We were talking off air before about the amount of time it takes nick park and company to produce one is it one minute or one second you sylvia you had the two
1: seconds of film yes took an entire day really yes two seconds per a whole day so they've been working on this for quite some considerable time and aside from my animals in peril and sheep fearing for that they're going to be turned into like mystery meat um it looks amazing. I mean, the trailer didn't make me laugh out loud.
0: It made me laugh out loud as well. I'm really, really looking forward to it. In a way, out of all of the films that we've featured on this installment of preview review, Shaun the Sheep is going to be the one. I know Right someone. next to uh, Better Call Saul.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I know someone who has a Shaun the Sheep, uh, you know, stuffed animal. And... I hope she did not mind me saying this, but uh, her she used to keep it on her bed, and when she brought girlfriends home, you know they'd come across this thing it was a little creepy. If you're going to get naked, you know, okay. Here's some advice, people: take the stuffed animals off the bed. Okay, that's probably one for you girls, right? Because girls are probably more likely to do that, right? And then she started dating this woman who started talking through Sean the Sheep, the stuffed animal, and but being like kind of like passive aggressive. Like Sean the Sheep doesn't like it when you when you do that. You know, like let's call her Mary, like the owner of Sean the Sheep. Like her, her name's Mary, right? So her, her, her weirdo girlfriend would start going, Sean the Sheep doesn't like it when Mary comes home late. You know, isn't that a little weird? It
0: sounds like a sequel to Psycho.
1: Well it's like the Twilight Zone. Wasn't there one like Talkie Tina
0: with the talkie doll? Oh, um, Kojak is in that yeah, very yeah, episode. Yeah, we saw of that Alice. thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and, yeah, so when, yeah, I, I love Shaun the Sheep. I, I love the show. Uh, this movie looks amazing. It's just that sometimes I look at Shaun the Sheep and I think of that couple who are no longer together. I should say.
0: And I wonder why. And
1: I do think, yeah, that's the peril of being an adult who's dating and keeping stuffed animals on your bed. You know, think twice, people. That's all I'm saying.
0: Until next time, this has been Preview Review.
1: Yeah, I'm going to leave you to that.
0: Well, that's your lot. We've examined the latest film trailers and looked at the glories of Marsha McDonald's recent outing to Bath. The West Country will never be the same again. Mind you, neither will I. I don't think I'll ever look at television remotes in the same way again. And as for Reese Withertwant, I hope she realises realise that there's more to life than primos and maximos. You've been listening to Preview Review and Bath Overflows. My name is Dukey, and I've been your host. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and uh, <clears throat> pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Grey steel. It sounds like a posh vibrator.